about Ross and Patrick. I don't care. Yeah, like, who cares? They obviously care about themselves, but who else do they care about? I don't know. I'm not so sure. Mm, maybe we'll have a guest or two. The world's going up in flames, so, like, who cares? <laughs> who cares? We care. Gross. <laughs> everything's hard. Everything's hard. Everything's hard. Difficult. It's difficult. 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 <laughs> Is this how we're opening? Everything takes effort in this world, and you don't want to do it. <laughs> don't. Like Gary Goldman says, what they don't tell you about life is that it's every single, single day. day. It's every single day. Are you depressed? Are you just overwhelmed? Well, you know. You're overwhelmed with extra H's in there. My my depression takes the form of overwhelming anxiety, which then paralyzes me. Yeah, you do get paralyzed. Yeah. You were supposed to be in there doing your laundry, folding and putting away. And I was but just like 100 an, yards there. <laughs> and you're on episode of like 400 of The Deuce in a weekend, which is an hour long serial show on HBO. And that there aren't that many episodes. Somehow you've watched like two seasons worth. No, I only watched one season. Oh, okay. Because I did not like the beginning of season one. I told that to friend of the show, Nefertiti. Yes, Nefertiti, episode uh, 41. Um, And I was like, where can I start? I was like, because I can't go from the beginning. And she said, just watch the second to last episode of the first season and you'll need, you'll have everything you need to know. Go penultimate and then fi- finale. Yeah. And that's all the info. Those are all the puzzle yeah. pieces. So I did that and then all of season two. And okay? you're loving the outfits. You're loving the music. But I really don't care about any of the characters. James Franco is pretty sexy, though. Man, he's so burly in oh, that show. He's a piece of shit. Yeah, but he's he's easy on the eyes. Yes, of course. But wait, you think he's sexy? He's a creep, hon. Oh, trying to trap that? you. Trying you to see trap that you. Gaslight in front of your very ears. Anyways, everybody, <laughs> welcome to the show. No. Oh, oh man, I missed that note. Do there I am again. There you are. You mean it's difficult or it's no, challenging? No, no, we were doing a different song before we hit record. <laughs> I don't remember it. You were doing there you are. Oh, here I am in my headphones and my microphone. There you are podcasting with me. Peggy. We're working on a duet. We're working on our musical. Peggy. Would you guys come to a live rendition of Who Cares? And would you come if it were a musical based <laughs> on my singing ability alone? <laughs> I there you are. I wouldn't come to that. Is that okay? Oh, so yeah, like we would write it and we would write all the songs. If it's based on your singing ability, I'm not coming. And then we would practice it. And then you're like, oh, wait, you're singing. I won't be there. So if you couldn't tell, this is just your run of the mill Fever dream catch up sesh with your old pals, Ross, Ross and, and Patrick. Patrick. Who cares? Who cares? Old school who cares style. Just we're riffing, we're raffing, we're telling you about how we're paralyzed by anxiety on a Sunday night. Yeah, yeah. And it's going to be Monday morning any minute now. Oh, and, God. And time <laughs> marches on and the to-do list never ends. No, but I do always remember my... Lovely therapist, Virginia, who I used to see my early days of recovery. Um, 
Oh my God! You hear that? It's like the deuce out there. Oh, the horns are it's blaring. It's like the deuce. The knickerbocker is like the deuce. Yeah, the knickerbocker, <laughs> a lot like the deuce. The nick. Well, that already has a show. Uh, which I googled while watching the deuce. What is the deuce on the deuce? Because like they kept talking about the deuce, and I was like, I don't know what the deuce is. And it turns out it's just the code word for Forty Second Street. Yeah, or like like the Times Square area where all the sex work's happening. Yeah, I never knew that either. I assume the deuce is for the two and forty-two. Yeah, maybe. Like it's the forty-second street, you know. I clearly, you know, I didn't read too far into Wikipedia. I thought it was about twinsies, twinsies Franco over there. Because that's his uh, maybe, character. Maybe it's a double entendre. Ooh, that's French. Yeah, that's French. You know what else is French? A menage toi. Oh, a menage toi. Well, which we're supposed to be have, having tonight, which is just another thing on the to-do list, quite frankly. Yeah, it's it's like a... like. That's that's when you know you're having a plentiful sex life when you're like, I could take it or leave it. This is the third time we've rescheduled, mostly because of me. So I'm just fucking committing and I'm going to push through that paralyzing anxiety and I'm going to have a fun threesome. God yeah, damn it. We'll put on some music, have some fun. It's hard being a sober, anxious Sexually progressive person. Slut, yeah. <laughs> it's hard. It is. It's so hard. <laughs> uh, well, we have been busy. Like, you yeah. worked your little tail off all week. Five days of working in a fashion sweatshop. Are we allowed Let's, to say that? I don't know. That feels like, you know, I get paid very well for what I do, and I don't work more than, like, nine hours. So it's not it's not abuse. Okay? But it's very physical work. It takes yes. a lot of focus, and it's, like, constant. It's not, like... A lot of jobs, like many jobs I had back when I worked full time, uh, you know, back when I was a productive member of society. Stop. You could kind of zone out for chunks of time. Yeah. You could make, there's ways to look busy. There's ways to get your work done and there's ways to kind of check out. There's ways to socialize with other people in the cubicles yeah. and on the floor or whatever. Uh, but your job sounds like you're needing to be productive constantly. Which is probably good for like the type of... Um like mid-level ADD that I have, self-diagnosed. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's challenging at times during a shoot when like, for the most part, like wardrobe stylists are like the workhorse of the team. Yeah. And it's sort of on our shoulders to like make sure that we can get everything done. And, you know, pressure is good for me, but also not. Yeah. So Peggy's gnawing at something. Hold on. Yeah, so you've been you've been working all all week. Uh, I had a very intense conference that I had to audition at on Friday, so I've just been stressing about that leading into that. And you had kinda, a booth. You had to sell yourself in a booth. Oh yeah, man, what a what a weird, humbling experience to just like audition for seventeen, eighteen, nineteen year old college students and uh, stand in a booth and smile and glad hand and high five and. I had a big bowl of candy I was giving out. It was kind of creepy. Uh, but no, yeah, and I, I just, you know, have to be there for like hours and hours and hours uh, all all weekend uh, doing different events and talks and... Doing the circuit. Uh, yeah. Uh, the booth work was only a few hours out of all that, but, you know, it's just, it's it's also the emotional taxation of like hoping to get work out of it, yeah. uh, which... Thankfully, I did. I think I booked about a week's worth of shows. That's uh, it. And that that feels very good. 
And I'm so grateful for the people that helped out with that. And I met a lot of cool people. I was very inspired. I, uh, I, I, there's like so many different things I'm now seeing I can do with comedy that, uh, could be other shows, could be other, um, things to bring to colleges or, or just things you and I can do with our stuff. Yeah, man. Uh, we're going to do it. Very inspired, but also tired, inspired and tired at everybody. Oh, too blessed to be stressed, inspired, but tired. You know Hashtag what I mean? that. I'm sure it's out there. Nothing's there original. There you are. <laughs> inspired but tired. There you are. Um, I took a pregnancy test. Not pregnant. Not yet. We we tried, guys. Um, and we're having a threesome with a woman tonight. So don't worry. All right. Maybe she'll get pregnant. Oh, you're Fun. saying don't worry. Like don't worry that another man would yeah. impregnate you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, don't th- worry. Never thought of that. Yeah, let's do a gangbang and just treat it like pregnancy Russian roulette. I'm too old for that. <laughs> your hips, your hips get my tight. Hips. There's not enough lube. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. it's like I, I can't even fold my clothes in my bedroom. Yeah, let alone get fucking tr- a train ran on you. I didn't think we were going to talk at all about the sex thing. Of so. course we are. So here we are. Of course we are, hon. What is this podcast about anyway? Oh, man. Who cares what it's about? This is about us <sighs> checking in, loving life, loving our fans. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we have so many fans. They just are dying to hear from us all the time. Have you looked at the stats lately? What are we doing? No, should I? I could look it up right now and we could talk about what it means to... Looking up stats. Looking up stats. Get transparent with our audience. How depressed we could be looking up stats. I did a show last night for many middle-aged people in recovery for a recovery fundraiser in in the Philly area. So I left that conference. I got to the conference at like 7.30 a.m., worked my little tail off all day, left there at 5 p.m., drove two hours south toward Philly to perform um, 30 minutes of stand-up during a show for people in their average age was probably 50 in the room <laughs> and uh and when you're do when when i haven't done a set in a while i just want to cut loose and get weird and yeah. i'm also tired and over caffeinated yeah that is a dangerous combination by the way tired yeah. and over caffeinated yeah it feels like i'm drunk right so i just really cut loose got real pervy with all my pervy material and it it went really really well and this table of women said uh Tell us the podcast name. What is the podcast? And I ah. I wrote it down because a lot of times I'll tell the host, say he has a funny podcast with his wife. It's called Who Cares? Give it up for Patrick Holbert. But of course, if you just search Who Cares, there's like four or five hundred other podcasts yeah. with that name. So you have to search. I think you have to at least type in about. Yeah. And then who, we, we maybe pop up. Yeah. So I wrote down Who Cares About Ross and Patrick is the title of the podcast. So ladies... You perverts in the back of the room. <laughs> if you're listening right now, hello, thank you, welcome. This is the podcast. Hello, thank you, welcome. You made it. <laughs> Are you inspired? Now let's get ready to get tired. Oh, I'm getting more tired as I drink coffee. How is that possible? Because you're sitting still. You sat. I'm now we're talking. Still. I'm sitting still. Let me lean in. And you've this got mic. my monotone in your ears. I'm like, bah, bah, yeah, bah, it's like bah, white noise. Um, uh, what else is going on? I don't know. Um, well, 
what what is happening what what else is happening <laughs> you said you've been getting people reaching out about dermatillomania oh yes the issues um i don't think any of them listen to this but maybe i'll you know i'll send it to some people yeah or something uh yeah, so I got interviewed for this article on this website called Mind Body Green. Uh, I don't know. That was probably like six to eight months ago or something. Yeah. Which is always my guess when I have no idea what the time frame It was, was. somewhere between two years ago and six months ago. It was within this year. Uh, but it like, I think it just keeps popping up on searches, which is cool. Uh, so... Since it came out, every once in a while, I just get random DMs on my personal Instagram uh, from people that found the article and reaching out to me asking for help or if I have any suggestions or just thanking me for being so transparent. Um, And it's, yeah, it's been really cool and really it helps me to hear from other people and to know that I'm providing some sort of outlet I mean, a, a majority of the people I've probably gotten, I don't know, maybe like 10 random reach outs from people over the course of the past few months. And just a quick reminder, what is dermatillomania? Oh, I'm sorry. What, context, what, context. What was the article? Tell us everything. Um, so dermatillomania is a body focused, repeated behavior for my people out there. BFRBs. Oh, uh, B-Furbs. Um, which uh, is a website that you can go to, uh, bfrb.org. Like, uh, it's like BRB, going to go BFRB. <laughs> and then yes. and then when you come back, it's six days later. You're just like bleeding and you're like, why'd you let me go? <laughs> um, that's dark. That's dark comedy for you. Oh, but um, funny, funny. Uh, it is very similar to one that is more commonly known trichotillomania which is the um hair pulling pulling. hair pulling for men um it's it's not hair pulling for men but men do it too uh predominantly the research research has shown that women do both of these things shocker i had i had my time with um scab picking and all people the bottom line is that everybody does some form of this it's just like on a spectrum just like alcoholism and like drinking like everyone's doing a little bit of self-harm. It's just whether or not it's become unmanageable for you. And it's not. natural to pick at yourself. Yeah. Because like we're supposed to be there's, picking fleas out. And- there's articles and like skin products completely focused around this. Actually, what's become very popular these days is, um, you know, those little dots I wear, hun, which we call hats around yeah, here. You put little hats on your pimples. I put and little stuff. hats on my pimples sometimes before I've started picking them, sometimes after. But that was something I found out about through that BFRB website, which are these like, I think it's called hydrocolloid. I don't know what it does, but it's not any sort of chemical drying out thing. And it basically like draws the bullshit out of your face mm-hmm. and makes the zit go down before you can like really have at it. Um, but those have become incredibly popular. I've been seeing ads for them everywhere. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's a problem for everybody, but it's just whether or not you're like truly destroying your face and creating permanent scars or wounds that take a very long time to heal, which Mm -hmm. is something I've dabbled in. Um, so I've had these random people reach out to me and, uh, 
it's just been really cool. And so many of them, you know, have said like, I had no idea that this was something other people had, which I always just find so sad, but also, um, you know, I don't know. What am I trying to say? <laughs> I don't know. I'm looking at the, the yeah, stats. I know. I know you're you're busy looking at the stats. I'm letting like, me how, run, how, letting me run my mouth about dermatillomania. How much can she monologize over here for a long time? But then I just like lost momentum, and you weren't there to pick me up. I'm so sorry about that. I'm so um, here. I'm so here to pick you up. Pick me up. Picking raise you up. Me up. Like Jesus Christ, do the stars? Oh, I think I got a hernia picking you up because I'm old. I can't, everyone. I can't. Speaking of which, I did a moving job on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a mover now, a mover and shaker. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the diaper bar. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Oh, man, we're really devolving here. Mm -hmm. Dissolving, devolving, off the rails. This is a little bit like that episode we tried to do at my parents' house when we were, like, both so tired. It was, like, midnight, and you let me take a nap. And then I was like, I'll be up in a minute. And then I just kept pushing and pushing and pushing. 100% different than that. Not better, though. Yeah, it is. This is way better. Because I love you. I love you. We're on the same page. We're showing up to the table we're giving our fans what they want i mean look at these numbers hold on let me wrap up my dermatillomania thing and firm it up be firm um, it up so anyways it's been great to hear from other pickers as i like to call them and uh what if american pickers was a reality show about people picking their faces uh, in old sheds don't give tlc any more (laughs) genius ideas because they already have Dr. Pimple Popper and oh. they have American Pickers, so they could just merge the two. And 90 Day Fiance. I don't know how that would get involved, but sure. Um, so if you're out there struggling with picking your skin or pulling your hair, know that you can go to bfrb.org, find out about um, some resources, some meetings. There's like meetups in various cities. Um, you are definitely not alone. Everyone. I find too, whenever I share this with people, they're like, oh yeah, I like bite my nails until they bleed. Or like I, you know, pick my hangnails until I'm in so much pain or like I pick scabs on my legs or, you know, it's like people that are, I think once they feel invited to share this vulnerable thing, then you start to realize that everybody like kind of struggles with this on some spectrum. Yeah. Um, so, you know, just checking in about that. Uh, let's move on. What do you say? Well, no, I wanted to ask you some stuff about it. I'm curious. Oh, okay. uh, I know you got some relief when Peg came into our lives. Oh, our dog, yes. Our dog Peggy uh, gave you some relief from picking. Yeah. But it seems like there's that's sort of leveling off. As in I'm picking again? Yeah. Didn't you like a couple weeks ago? Wasn't there some picking coming back? Well, uh yes, I had one bad thing. I I not to say bad, but like I had one little episode uh of just like one thing on my face that got a little out of control. Um and then I went home to my parents' house and they have a bathroom light that just really takes mm. me there. And uh travel and like difference of routine uh is a trigger for yeah. me to really not be 
I'm not playing by the rules like I typically do. Yeah, you go back to repeats of American Pickers. Yes, but however, I will say, even with some of these um, step backs, back steps? Slips. Slips. In, in program, we might call it a slip. <laughs> even with these slips, uh, it's not like all-consuming, and it's yeah. not like something that I'm just like so devastated over or like obsessing about in a way that's like driving me nuts, which yeah. um, it, what used to be the case. I like so. that you're open to receiving help too. Like today we were eating breakfast at Patanga mm. acai bowls and Bushwick baby. Check them out. Number one acai bowl in oh, Bushwick. Man. Uh, <laughs> we should get a sponsorship from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should do the podcast while eating acai bowls. We're just being and Peg's like, what are you eating? Yeah, she loves that sound. Anyway, little blanket. Uh, you were sort of scanning your face today, mm-hmm. and I just reached over and I yanked your hand mm-hmm. away, and you didn't care. Like you, I think mm-hmm. you appreciated me looking out for you. It wasn't a thing. We didn't even talk about it. I just did it. You removed your hand, and we moved on with our day. And uh, overall, it's better. Like yeah, no, it's like a hundred times better completely. than completely. Like three years ago or whatever. Sure. When it was really bad. Yeah. Um, and I just think it's great that you have learned so much about it. You accept help and you're okay with me stepping in. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I guess I'm just saying that like if you're in a relationship or this is something that affects your life and just regular everyday situations, like there's little tricks you can do. Like I actually met yes. a sound guy at the conference this weekend who had one of the fiddle toys that you have mm-hmm. around the house. And we were talking about fiddle toys and I was telling him how we have like a gang of those things around mm-hmm. so for for this reason. I don't use them much actually, but well Peg replaced them. Peg, Peg replaced them. Yeah, which like I do I don't know if it's leveled out with having her. I just think um I just think maybe I've just had a couple slips. That's all. Yeah. You know, but I think overall having her uh has definitely changed the game. But I still have my triggers like working too much or going somewhere else that has like different lighting and different routines. Like it's just, it's a little more challenging for me, but I've experienced a lot. Like I've experienced a lot of freedom in not picking. And I feel like, um, I'm like kinder to myself and that I'm able to like get out the door easier, uh, since we've had peg. Yeah. Like even if I have something on my face, I'm not really losing my shit over it. Right. So. Uh, and Peg. Everyone is now, get a dog. Yeah. Well, we are so in love. I've fallen more in love with her in just these last couple weeks. You really have. It's like. You're noticing it. <laughs> it's shocking. I had such a lovely walk with her this afternoon. We went out, walked around, listened to some music in the park. I took my sweet time, said hi to neighbors. I like I like walking the dog now that she's fun to walk. Yes. Because she was a pain in the ass for a while. Yeah. But the other thing we're experiencing, and I think you are more, we were kind of joking about this earlier. I did a lot of napping today because this weekend was so exhausting. And uh, just napping and laying with Peg. You gave her a bath last night, so she's just got this sheen about her. (laughs) Napping, cuddling, petting. uh, We basically decided that Peg is dog heroin. Yeah. Like we become like heroin addicts on the couch, just like in and out of consciousness and she has a spell over us. Yeah. We're truly. chasing chasing that little black dragon. <laughs> it's so true. It just really makes it easy to like 
slip into hours on the couch without as much guilt if she wasn't there. Cause I'm yeah. just like, Oh, I'm just relaxing with my dog and I'm like mm-hmm. cuddling and it's great. But I, I can definitely, I've noticed lately that I'm like really leaning into that maybe more than I should be. And it's becoming a little unmanageable for you because you've now not done your chores. You hear this, everybody? <laughs> your your, you your laundry, this? your laundry, you hear this? your laundry piled up. Oh my god, it piled. It up. really is crazy looking. I I haven't had it look like this in a, a while. Yeah. So, but I got to take care of it before our threesome. So, so you know the, that's motivation. That's the dog update. The dog update. The anxiety update. Uh, so tell us about our stats. All right. So there's like different ways to look at the stats on this website. First of all, I don't, it's like who knows what's accurate, actually accurate and what means what, but because this is just downloads, there's one thing that says total downloads, 8,204. So in 62 episodes over, I guess, two plus years now. Yeah. Episodes have been downloaded 8,204 times. Yeah. Which is not is it's great, and we're so grateful people are listening. But it's not that many people. No, or it's not that many downloads. But also, I never download podcasts. I just listen to them. Yeah, so I don't know if I that's mean, what well, that that's, means. Yeah, I guess that's a good question. And then there are Spotify stats where you can see mm. listens, and okay. this this seems more real. Like how how many times people listen to it yeah. on Spotify? I think there's a lag for when these come out, so. I can only see up through episode 61. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last one it has account for is the high school reunion one. Uh-huh. Uh, and that four, four lessons. So <laughs> oh, God. So four people sought that out on Spotify and hit play. Uh, oh. Juno had two on Spotify. Uh-huh. Camp Kresge had three. Um, the high one here is the one about open marriage. No, you don't say. 10, 10 listens on Spotify. Wow. Uh, That's why we got to keep the sex content up, 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 up. STIs had eight listens. Um, so we get it. The highest we're looking at is 10 on Spotify. Our very first episode has 13 listens on oh. Spotify. So People are know, going back into the archives. Yeah, yeah. So... I don't know. It's like, I guess it's cool to see Um, one. I mean, someone is listening. Like, that's the thing. At least we're not speaking to absolutely no one. Right. And then the downloads (laughs) list. uh, Brother Dave, who cares about Dave, has 177 downloads. Wow. And I think that might be one of the higher ones. Dave, you hear that shit? Mr. Popularity, number one fan. Well, more than uh, the open marriage one, huh? And then episode one has 423 downloads. Episode two had 288. So, yeah, like, oh, and then there's a jump. So episode three had 271 and then episode 15 had 241. So who knows what oh, episode four had 229. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like, I, I don't know what any of this means. Um, I mean, I think for a tiny little podcast... Uh, that we have not done really much to promote at all. Some people are finding it. Yeah. 
And that's cool. And and I did have an experience. I was at a meeting and one person asked me about it and was telling me they were listening to a specific episode. And then another person came over and said, oh, yeah, I was listening to this other one about that. And then another guy was like, yeah, so-and-so told me to check out this episode because he talked about that thing that happened. And that I didn't know that guy that he heard about it from was mm-hmm. listening because he's out on the West Coast. Shout out to my bro. Uh, I don't know. If, I don't know why I would want to size like not shout people out specifically but you know who you are and i love you <laughs> um I, i'm very i'm in a weird state right now yeah uh but anyway too. so it's nice it's just nice that people are listening and it's cool to talk about it i guess i feel weird um when those situations come up because i i get so sick of myself i was saying this to sure. somebody at the conference i was at because it, it is you're literally there to sell yourself and I was saying to my buddy, Brett, who was there uh, signing with a new agent, um, that promoting myself on social media makes me like kind of sick to my stomach. And I hate like, hey, I'm going to be at this club at this time. I hope you can come out or like whatever, because I just get so like, oh, my God, I don't want to like promote myself more. Like I just yeah. assume people are over it. And but it's so necessary and part of the job. So with with the podcast, I'm like grateful people are interested and curious and have thoughts about it and they want to talk about it but i'm in my default setting i assume they would prefer i change the subject as soon as possible sure um and it is also strange that like they've heard all this information about you and i um and i don't know which episodes they've listened to and which ones they haven't yeah so i'm like i don't really know where you would like to go with this conversation but i'm an open book and i'll talk about whatever but like I kind of need help from the other person. Yeah. I don't know if that makes any sense. You hate doing the heavy lifting. You don't want to do it. It's not an emotional labor thing. It's just more like I'm down to talk about whatever, but I will probably continuously try to change the subject to Mm. like weather talk. uh, Unless unless you're like, so so Ross is banging somebody else, huh? Like, tell me how that is, which I did have a great dinner with somebody where they, they were like, you know, can I ask you, you know, a, a personal question and then they asked about all this and i was like yeah of course like we talk about it publicly mm-hmm. so you can ask me about that and like i don't i won't talk to anybody about it yeah at length but i love this guy and we went to a meeting and then we went to dinner afterward and that was great so all this to say that uh i like what we're doing i think it's cool i think people are into it um but we're still f- i'm still feeling out how to talk about it and like yeah. relate to people about it and um you know we uh we want to keep talking about it we want to i guess i guess we like that people uh might learn something from it might uh might have get some um uh inspiration or have a way to talk to their partners about stuff whatever whatever the case yes uh, this is not a funny episode but that's okay Hun, you don't need to announce it like that. I don't need to self-assess. You love like qualifying something. I think I'm just, I'm being. uh... Maybe it was funny to people. You don't know what people laugh at. All right. All right. I'm sorry. And like, you know, I think if people do listen regularly, they know what they're getting into here. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes we've got great guests. Other times we're talking about stats. Uh, you know, then we're mentioning our threesome. Like it's, you know, we're just living our fucking life. 
It's called Who Cares because who cares? And if you do, that's cool. But we also understand if you don't because we're just like sometimes a scattered mess. And that's part of the charm, right? It's a little. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But also I, uh, you know, we're not for everyone. I'm certainly not. Uh, And I certainly listen to podcasts that are scattered and ADD seeming and bouncing around. And like, there's sort of a clear topic, but they might just go off on fucking tangents that make no sense. And it's fucking fine. It's like, Oh, you're human. You're just doing this thing, whatever. So everybody suck a dick. Okay. Including including you, hon. I know you really want me to suck that dick. Well, the proverbial, if you will. Oh, like go screw myself. Yeah. Just like get over it. You know, Stop yeah. telling people our podcast isn't funny. <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm sorry about that. Um, but I feel like it's fine to keep it short and sweet. Yeah. You know, I also, I guess I'm like a little bit, I was talking to the same guy, this guy, Brett Druck, amazing comedian, very sharp guy. He knows how to, he's a great comedian. I've worked with him a handful of times on the road. And, uh, he's also, when you're on long drives, he's somebody that like, I feel has so much generous information to share. Um, and he, I was saying to him, like, I feel like I'm living this weird comedy double life where like, I'm out here at this conference shopping this one man show about addiction and recovery and, awareness around those issues and uh it's pretty clean like it's it's appropriate like i could do this show at a high school and not get canceled you know and and i i I want to be able to do it at many colleges because i'm passionate about it i like talking about this stuff it's funny and i'm proud of it you know as you should be honey but i would also like to make a show about uh our our life together and uh my experiences with secrecy and shame and repression and sex and sexuality because I love doing material about that like that's Mm -hmm. what's most fun for me to talk about so I feel like I have this weird double life where um, I have this one thing the the punchline drunk my one-man show uh, and then I have this other whole other thing that I'm like really excited to get to work on and make Um, and I'm scared that if one of these college students or college administrators who just booked me this weekend were to listen to this and they're like wait that guy is talking with his wife about banging somebody else and uh stis and uh whatever i get in my head about like well what are people gonna think how is this gonna affect my career and all that bullshit but i have to keep coming back to this thing of like i just have to be we have to be ourselves be our authentic selves yep do what's important to us. Uh, tell tell people about it and promote it appropriately. Um, and like, like put like I have to break out of that sick of myself thing and just just do it because that's yeah. part of the job. And uh, and just like I don't know, keep moving forward. I don't know if any of that made sense. It but, made sense. But it this, sense. I guess I I'm like I kind of want to just have a disclaimer for anybody listening that's like. I don't know. It's like, cause like there were people at this old people recovery show we did last <laughs> night that like, sorry I, if any of you are listening and it's being qualified like that. I guess when I say old people, that's shorthand for like more conservative people who, cause the three of us, it was a raunchy show. All three mm-hmm. of us talked about sex. 
we're all sober people and we're all legitimately in recovery and like and we still fuck and you believe it work good programs um and like by and large i want to say 90 percent of the people there last night had a great time and like loved loved hearing about all the weird stuff but there are people that i'm like oh you're like literally like upset like like you're you can't handle that you you think i'm a bad person based Mm. on what i'm talking about um and i i was joking that like yeah like there was it felt like i was surrounded by a lot of perverts and then a lot of people that were going to pray for me after Mm -hmm. the show and uh did you say that on stage yeah yeah Yeah. and and it were it was really funny and and like there was one woman i was in the hallway where the bathroom was this woman passed me like for the most part anytime people passed me after i was done they were like oh you were so funny that was great whatever and then this one lady like looked at the floor and wouldn't even look at me Uh. maybe she was shy or whatever but i assume she thinks i'm satan uh but the point is that like i have like i don't know these different versions of myself and uh it'll be nice when i don't have to micromanage who sees what part of me and what you know who who like wh- what material i do when and um all that stuff you know yeah but i don't think you're as far away from that as you think you are maybe goddamn better hope not i don't think you're like i don't think they're that Cause it's like, you're still, you still did some like sex stuff at this comedy show, you know? So it's not like you're keeping these things completely separate. Obviously the college stuff is like a different situation, but I don't know. It's fine. Who cares? (laughs) Who cares? Um, anything else? I mean, we could say goodbye. You want to, we got to tidy this house. Yeah, let's wrap it up. I mean, you know, some, we can keep it short for people sometimes. Yeah. I'm sure they'd appreciate it. This is just a check-in. Uh, yeah. But while I have you here, I'll promote a couple things. Oh, here he goes. I mean, while I'm feeling brave, uh, Friday night, I will be in White Plains at the White Plains Comedy Club. 10 o'clock show. There's a promo code you can get in for cheaper. And I think they connect the promo code with my name so that way... I get paid a little more money if people come out oh. to see me. Uh, I think I have a bunch of friends from my high school that are going to come out. People cool. that live in that town. So that Great. should be really fun. Uh, that's Friday night at White Plains Comedy Club. I think that's October 11th. Uh, and then, Yeah, that's Friday. And then Saturday the 12th, doing another recovery show for the Big Vision New York City Young People Social Sober Club. Uh, and that's going to be really, really fun. Got a, a whole bunch of amazing comics who are in recovery. So that's Saturday the 12th. That's a free show. And I think they have cool drinks and stuff that are non-alcoholic. And it's a really cool space we're going to be performing cool in. Cool drinks, bro? Dude, cool drinks. Wow. Hot friends. Dude. Uh, so that's Saturday night. And then, uh, yeah, I'll be at uh, University of Nebraska Wednesday evening for punchline drunk Uh, that's a private show i'm just saying it just to make it sound like my schedule's full he's fully booked everybody good luck trying to pin him down you can't you can't pin me down unless it's consensual that's right uh were there other ones i wanted to mention oh yeah i guess end of the line comedy is the fourth friday of this month that's in astoria queens those shows have been getting better and better every month had a real blast at the last one so Uh, If you're in Queens, come out to that one. And otherwise, we will see you 
next Monday morning with another episode of Who Cares. Uh, please, if you do enjoy this podcast, please do tell a friend. Uh, write up a little review. That helps us. Um, and then uh, you could also just put, if you do listen to us, hit that download button. I know it might clog your phone for a hit second. Hit the download, rate, review, subscribe, you know, do all the things that the people say on other podcasts, you know, like we're trying to get that Casper money, that Brooklyn yeah, money, that Patanga acai bowl money. <laughs> I would do an ad for them. If I got one free bowl a week, I would do an ad for that. Something worth pitching, hun. Something worth pitching to Raquel. Yeah. I'll be like, listen, last episode, we had 66 downloads. Okay. I mean, that's a fair amount. Yeah. More than I would think. No, we're so happy you guys are listening. I've I've been loving the episodes myself. You have. We're going to start putting up uh, (laughs) more video. Uh, Yeah, more video content because everyone knows I'm very good at checking things off on my to-do list. Yeah, but you don't have to do the video. I'm about to nod out on this microphone. Can you hear it? All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Love you. Love you. Bye. Maybe that's the ending. It's me being like, bing, 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 bing.